then Yeah, you finish hammering the section of gold back into place then. Well, the pyramid is shaking quite drastically, but the crack isn't widening, and as you get the last bit into place, yeah, the, the, the rumbling stops. You did it, Dwayne! Oh my god! I actually did it! Um... <clears throat> Let's pull Dwayne back in a little bit. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. Danvers is going to be, because he's the only one who's probably not holding a rope or anything, he's going to start looking down the corridor and just seeing if there's any any sign of this figure that's been haunting us. No. I kind of want to glance at that pool as well to see if there's anything swimming up through it. Yeah, as the the ripples on the pool from the, the shaking ground stop, after that, it becomes really quite still. Okay. Okay, job done. Let's go. Um. I think fire as we leave. I think fire on the way out is actually not a bad idea. I would like to use any of the size skills that we have to set up a timer. So that way it can ignite once we are a little further away. Sure. Just as a, a side note, what is the melting point of gold so that we don't accidentally uh, it's, it's, o- it's, it's, it's over a thousand degrees oh, that worry. would be hilarious <laughs> I'm pretty sure fat burns pretty fucking hot I know I didn't maybe maybe we should just but leave it, it as it is it burns fast so it's not like it's going to be a sustained heat to to melt the it depends on how many bodies is there but I don't know how <laughs> much bodies and fat yeah I don't know how much fat and bodies are down there so Oh, that's very true. We never did determine the depth of that pool. <laughs> no, it might be endless, you know. <laughs> mm, I, I would say that let's leave it where it is. Um, <laughs> I mean, as much as you can say with half your face, like, Ooh. let's leave it where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said leave it as it is. I'm not really sure. I, I, I don't know. I, uh, Speaking of opportunities, we have an opportunity here to burn this and kill whatever's in that pool. Like, sure, uh, speaking of exciting opportunities, are you still hearing that that guy? Uh, look, I heard him for a bit. He, he's a bit crazy, and I know it sounds crazy. Um, but yeah, I thought I heard him talking to me earlier. It could be something to do with this place or these weird fish taco fish taco guys. Can I hear him now, Scott? I he isn't speaking to you at the moment. But yeah, he he appears to have disappeared. And like, look, we had this weird mirror. That we saw like some sort of weird god creature thing in. Uh, it made us a bit crazy, and you threw it away. I mean, you got rid of it. It was a you? fake. You got rid of it. It wasn't a fake. What makes it a fake? I'm gonna regret saying this, but I'm gonna use clairvoyance one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, Davis! <laughs> We're in close quarters. <laughs> Why? Why the Why? fuck would you do? Do you want this? us to burn the other half of your face? Oh man, I'm liable just to murder him, so it's all good. The way it's role played, the way I've role played it is, it's not intentional. It's just when he kind of drifts out of, you know, lets his mind yeah. wander. So I, I actually rolled a twelve versus sixty-five. Okay. Well, then, 
Yeah, I mean, you, you've probably been drifting in and out of consciousness anyway, just because of the searing pain on the side of your face. Uh, no one's done first aid on you yet, so you know, this is just a huge gaping wound there. So, yeah, it, it's, it's perfectly logical that you're just drifting in and out. And on one of the times you're drifting out, you realize you're not alone there. And you, you, you're, you're there in a dark space somewhere. You can't quite make out the dimensions of it. And though you can't quite make out any light sources, or you can still somehow see in the darkness, you're, you're sitting on the ground. And there, sitting on the ground opposite you, just looking at you, a, a fairly disappointed look on his face, is Ruthven. Well, where are we? Yeah, Ruth, Ruthven just shakes his head. Why, why did you do that, laddie? Why did you do that? Why did you have to go and and seal that up? That that's that's not what you were supposed to do down here. You were supposed to, you were supposed to open everything back up. You were supposed to take the rest of it down. You were supposed to let him free again. It's not too late, you know. You can go back there. You can undo your mistake. Danvers kind of pushes himself up onto his feet and he sort of looks down at Ruthven who's uh, he's sat sort of below him and he shakes his head and says Goodbye Ruthven I would say it's been a pleasure knowing you but you know <laughs> and he's going to turn around and just walk away well, you, you turn around and you start walking away and you know as you you, you turn, you realise you're looking at Ruthven again. And, yeah, he, he, he's just still sitting there on the ground, smiles at you and says, I'm sorry, did you think this was your dream? Where are we? What, what, what's going on? <laughs> and he smiles, and th th at this point in the strange light, you can see that his eyes are entirely black. Who are you? What's... What's happening? As I said, I am very disappointed. The only good thing that you people have done for me so far is to find me a vessel better than that rotting slab of meat that you left dead back in Lima. This, this one will do. This one is stronger. It has certain abilities. And I let's let's not just assume that I'm going to force you to do anything here. I'm going to offer you a choice, Mr. Danvers, or Professor Danvers. I can heal that mess that is, you know, what remains of your face. I can ensure that you leave here safely, that you make your way back to England safely. But only if you help me. If you ensure that you undo the little bit of damage that you did here. If if you do that for me, then we can be friends. If not, well, you'll have to share in the fate that's waiting for the rest of your friends when they come out. When they come back out to the surface. So the rest of you see that Danvers is clearly passed out from the pain. Uh, you know, his... his the wound on his face it just looks absolutely terrible now. 
it's just this this big raw open mass of meat that is now weeping pus though he is unconscious or at least you think he's unconscious he does seem to be muttering to himself so let's take the harness we rigged up for Dwayne and just hook it around Danvers and we'll just drag his ass out you're going to make me carry this idiot aren't you I can tell already. All right, and I start getting the harness together. Well, I, I say first, let's wrap his face up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just keep Ick from getting in there, so... Um, I, I'll i administer first aid. I'm actually good at it. Okay, good, because sure. I'm, I'm okay. god-off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any, so if you can do it, go for it. Okay, here we go. Oh Jesus, that's a sixty-nine versus seventy. Oh wow! Oh, well, that's good enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's oh, it's a fairly rough job, but you have managed to bandage his face up, and you know you're probably going to stop it from getting infected. Uh, Danvers can get one d four hit points back if you want to roll for that, Joe. Um, oh two. That's not too bad. Okay, and then the rest of you are carrying him onward. So you you going back the way you came? Yeah, I imagine so. Okay, so y- you you make your way back round the uh, the corner and the other corner, and back down towards you know the first that first junction, and then the the second one past the the pile of of bones and rags. And I mean, at that T junction, you can see that as I said, on the other side of it is what appears to be a room. It certainly opens up into a larger space. But then, you know, down towards the right is down towards the charnel pit and the chimney you came down in the first place. So where your two ropes are. Can I just shine the lights in there? Yeah, can we just glance? I don't know if I really want to go in it yet. Okay. So, I mean, you're shining the light, what, down towards the room? Yeah. And, and yeah, from, from down there, you know, you can see the glint of gold. In the walls or on the floor? Aye, on the floor mainly. You're going to have to get closer to work out what exactly it was, but there's definitely a glint of gold. Man, I'm I'm really nervous about removing any gold from this place right now. (laughs) I uh, you want to at least look at it? No, I don't. I don't think so. No, (laughs) that's a hard no for me. I mean, this isn't in a protection ring or anything, so maybe we should look into it? I think just for research's sake, we should at least see if there's any markings on the gold. See if it's, you know, if we can age it, maybe, you know. I I strongly disagree with you. Um, (laughs) We've got some great etchings of those markings on Danva's face there. We could probably sell him to a carnival. My thoughts is that Danvers has been going in and out of consciousness, and we we also have the the spirit or who or whatever of our friend Ruthven coming through another one of our friends. I'm just saying I don't want this gold talking to one of y'all and be like, take me, take me. I mean, he's not coming through me. He's just talking to me. I mean, you're not hearing him, are you? Right? See, it's not totally crazy. Um. Um, I th- I, th- I think Tess might be right here. <laughs> all right, I'll go with the group then, and we'll we'll bypass okay. the room altogether. So, which which rope are you climbing up? Are you going back up the chimney you came out, or are you clambering up through the charnel pit? 
we're gonna try the chimney first. Okay. Uh, because you know, less icky. Okay, so who's clambering up first? I think we established that Jackson is the best climber, so that way he can help up. Yeah, I'll go up first so I can help anyone else up after me. Okay. So, Jackson climbs up the rope. I mean, as you're coming up towards the, 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 the rim of it, can you give me a spot hidden roll? Ty just has that plot armor, I guess. <laughs> 34 uh, out of 60. I can spend four and make it a hard. No, no, an ordinary success will do. Okay. I mean, it's dark up there, but as I said to you, you there, there is a spray of stars across the sky, uh, which, you know, and there's, the moon is out, so there's some illumination. But what's useful about the spray of stars is they allow you just in time to see the silhouette of something or someone moving towards you, and you can see a flash of metal you know, in its hand as it's you know, suddenly diving towards you just as you're coming out of the... the uh, the top of the chimney. Is it more advantageous to just drop down a little bit, or would it be? Would I be able to jump out quickly? Um, you're not going to be able to jump out, and if you drop down, you're probably going to land on someone. Yeah, can I just slide down the rope a little, not drop? Yeah, so so just so. Trying to duck out of the way. Who was following Jackson? Probably me. I had, okay. I had assumed that I was going up on my own, oh, and okay. then we would go oh, up Oh, sure, afterwards. one at a time. So that's, I was the only one then. on the rope, yeah. Okay, so you know, just as Dwayne's there at the bottom, you know, getting ready to follow Jackson up, you can see Jackson suddenly sliding down the rope, as you know, there, there is this sort of cry of frustration at the top, and you can hear the sound of metal uh, you know, crashing against rock. I'll shout down, there's something up there with a sword! It'll be fine. What's the worst that could happen? Just, just shoot it or something. I mean, what, what's a sword going to do to you? Like, it can't do anything. I'm in the... I'm on a rope, jackass. I mean, shit. I'm sliding down is what I'm doing as quickly as I can, because I imagine he's cutting a rope now that he realizes there is one. Yeah, he doesn't cut the rope. If I look up the hole, can I just aim the pistol up and see if he if I see a silhouette or anything up there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, it's going to um, have a penalty die on it because you are hanging off a rope as you're doing this and shooting up a chimney. But you can certainly try. I mean, what have I got left to lose? I've got a lot of let le- luck left over, so let's, uh, let's give it a go. So a 52 and then a penalty die of a 6. So a 62. My, um... My 45 skill is an 80. Oh, wow. Okay. Then, so, yeah, give me a damage roll. Uh, oh, this could be interesting. 10 plus two. Yeah, the pulp combat for him is, is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight. Okay. Let me make a quick roll here. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh shit. 93. That's not good. <laughs> um well, the good news is that you know, your bullet hits and you see this figure tottering on the edge. The bad news is is you're hanging off the rope and looking up. 
all of a sudden it slumps forward and starts falling down the chimney towards you at speed. Uh, How wide is the chimney? Can I just slide to the side and let it fall past me? You can give me a dodge roll to see what that happens. I'm happy to give you a dodge roll. It's actually not bad at all either. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> oh, boy. Fantastic. <laughs> So, wow. so why, from from Dwayne's perspective, Dwayne is standing there at the bottom of the chimney. Oh, All of a sudden, you know, the, there has been this bang from up ahead, uh, and then Jackson cries out an alarm. There is a flurry of movement up there in the darkness, and then all of a sudden, something really large is coming down, you know, falling, th- you know, thirty feet directly to where you're standing. So you can have a dodge roll to get out of the way. Otherwise, this is going to hurt and smart. I, w- I would like to dodge this. My dodge is not as impressive as Mr. Elias's. So. Oh, my God. Oh, I, wow. I did it. I, 16 out of 22. Fantastic. Okay, then, yeah, you dodge out of the way just in time as this large body slams into the ground uh, beside you. Uh, just you know, with, with this cracking of bone as it hits, you know, it, it's it, you know, its legs and arms are sticking out at funny angles now. The the old saber that it was carrying just bounces off to one side. With your your lanterns, you can see that the figure that has landed there at your feet is Luis de Mendoza. I'll call down. Everybody okay down there? <laughs> Sorry about that. We found Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that who that was? That's good to know. Well, anybody need a sword? No. I'm <laughs> going to continue off the, the rope at this stage. Look, uh, you're not going to throw anyone else down on top of us, are you? Right? Please? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I'll pause at the top just to make sure there's nothing else up top that might jump out at us. Then, yeah, give me a spot hidden roll, and this one is going to have to be a good one. For sake, Scott, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's probably empty, right? Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, um, everything's defi- fine. Wait, define, define good one. Hard? But, yeah, I'd, I'd say hard. I mean, as it is, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you, you stick your head up just a little bit over the edge, and you're, you're not really getting the scope that you want I mean, you, you'd, you'd have to clamber out a bit more in order to actually get a proper look around you could push the roll if you want um no I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and get out okay I don't feel like spending 49 luck <laughs> oh, to make Jesus. that a hard success <laughs> <laughs> okay oh shit Hang on, let me just check something. I think that might have been like 49 points to remove your head from the guillotine there. (laughs) It is what it is. I just know that Dwayne can't do that dodge twice in a row. Yeah. No way. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, how how many hit points do you have? (laughs) Um, I have... I have 15 hit points. Okay, uh, you've got more than 30 points of luck, though, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Okay, good, because, yeah, I mean, the rest of you hear this crack of a rifle shot as Jackson pushes himself out from the top. 
And you take 24 hit points of damage uh, as as this you know, blast hits you in the chest and sends you tumbling backwards into the debris next to the uh, next to the chimney. But not down the chimney. Uh, actually, give me a luck roll. Oh well, okay. Uh... Yeah. Oh, uh, Ninety-seven. I failed that one. Uh, no, then, you, then no, no, you do not. I mean, so you're separated from everyone else. You're there. You know, lying, bleeding out, just there on the ground. Oh, yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think, I think the lucky roll would have been the one that would have given you cover. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I, how many hit points did I take? Twenty-four. Yeah, so I'm at negative nine. Yeah. So basically, unless you spend all your luck, and we'll come back to that in a moment and explain how you, you survive certain death, that is just instant death. So, yeah, as far as the rest of you are concerned, you've seen Jackson go up there. There was a gunshot. Scott, Scott is ending tonight one way or the other. No, 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 wait. I, I, have, a, I have my pulp talent is to never be surprised. Oh, okay. Ah, in which case. And I totally forgot about it until just now. That seems yeah. important right now. Was though, this just like a I've... premonition or something? <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> foreshadowing. Okay. Then let's just rewind that slightly. So, yes, okay. you were not surprised. <laughs> so even, even though you failed that spot-hidden roll, your, you know, your, your danger sense kicks off and you, are, you suddenly get that, that feeling of being in crosshairs. I'll just immediately. Can I just immediately run a dodge? Run a roll a dodge. Uh, yeah, by all or means. Just yeah. to like bounce just, to one just direction to, or other. Just to try to roll for cover. Then yeah, by all means. Yeah, yeah. So I'll do that. A forty-two, which is a success. Okay, so that means he will have a penalty die on his roll. Oh, gosh. Well, even without the penalty die, that's a 95. So, yeah, as Jackson rolls off to one side behind one of these broken down bits of wall, there is this gunshot that just ricochets off the rocks above you. There are, you know, little chips of stone that fly all around. You, you realise you're pinned down, but... But that was close. That was really close. <laughs> it was really close. <laughs> um... The, I mean, the rest of you can, you know, see Jackson disappearing at the top. There is a gunshot, and then there's silence. Jackson? Not right now. Okay, he's alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to reload my 45 now that I'm in behind cover. And then uh, I want to try and peer out if I can to, to get an idea of where they might have been. Did I hear the gunshot like it was nearby, or was it from a distance, or...? Uh, it sounded like it was from a, a kind of medium distance. In fact, yeah, actually, if you give me a spot-hidden roll, just to see where the, where the muzzle flash was. Yeah, 86 is not going to cover it. Okay. So, no. I mean, from, from the sound, you reckon it wasn't that far away, but you're not sure where. So, Sean's clambering up the rope. So that means Dwayne and Tess are down there at the bottom with the unconscious form of Danvers. While you're down there, actually, Dwayne and Tess, can you give me listen rolls? <laughs> I haven't made one yet. Let's see how this one goes. 
43 versus 60. Okay, good. Um, 83 versus uh, whatever the hell I have. Uh, 55. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so when Dwayne gets back to wherever he is he, that he's going, the first thing he's going to do is get his ears syringed, right? Well, yes. <laughs> I could hear great, but then there was this 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 mummy thing, and Jackson pulled out a forty five, and it's just been ringing yeah. ever since. <laughs> but what Tess hears is a sound of jingling metal, or you know, certainly what what sounds like you know perhaps coins, you know, getting knocked over, or you know certainly a rattle of coins coming from behind you somewhere. I just throw my arm back and I hit Dwayne to bring his attention to the coins. So he didn't hear them, but I'm just like, hey, someone's in the coins. <laughs> and I get my shotgun ready. So. I, I got my rifle and my flashlight and I'm going to be skated around, but I'm also going to step out from directly underneath Sean <laughs> in the chimney above. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you're you're following Sean up the the chimney? Did you say? No, no. I'm going to get out from underneath them. Oh, oh, get uh, get out from underneath them. Sorry, I misunderstood. Okay, yeah, that is a very sensible idea. Okay, so yeah, you you and Tess kind of look back at, at where you're going. Let's cut to what McNulty is doing first of all. And I assume you're just leaving Danvers there on the ground as he's drifting in and out of consciousness. Ah, oh, he's fine. Um, <laughs> We'll come back to Danvers in a moment. But first of all, let's deal with McNulty as he's clambering up the rope. So what do you do when you get to the lip? Uh, I'm going like, to peek out because I knew that like this conquistador came down and just see what the lay of the land is. See so somewhere I can run for cover. Okay. Well, the first thing is as, as, you, as you get up towards the lip, there is yeah, a, the, the crack of gunfire... And a bullet uh, whistles above your head, and you hear Ruthven's voice shouting from not too far away, saying, I don't want to hurt you, Sean. We, there's so much we can still do together. Just don't do anything stupid. Come to me now, and we'll finish what we started. See, guys, I told you I wasn't crazy. Uh, I could hear him because he was here. And look, in terms of finishing what we started, we started something good. It, w- it was a religion that was getting off the ground. And then you went and started some whole other stuff. And now we can't go back to Peru or to Lima. Look, don't don't make me kill you, Sean. Don't make me kill you. Kill me. This is this is what ended our relationship. This is what stopped the whole religion cult getting off the ground. What are you doing? Like, this is... Why? Why, why would you ruin this? We had something good going. And, and I think down there at the bottom of the... Um... Uh, the chimney, Danvers comes out of his fugue state for a moment, and and can hear McNulty talking to, talking to Ruthven. You can hear his voice up there above. What? What? No, he said I was the only one. What's? No. And Danvers is going to try and like push himself to his feet. Okay. Sort of yeah. Hand but, uh, clutching to his face. Uh, yeah, which is Don't now all that. bandaged up. So, what w- what's Danvers actually doing? I think Danvers is going to stagger off down the corridor. He's going to yeah. I think he's going to stagger off down the corridor toward the corridor towards the charnel pit. Oh, okay. Right. So away from the other two. Okay. 
So he's going down towards the charnel pit. So, um, yeah, actually, let's cut back to Dwayne and Tess as they're looking back down the corridor. And you can see these two figures lumbering out from around the corner as you're, you're pointing your, your lamp down there. And you, you can see that they are the, the, the young woman and the older man that you saw moving across the grasslands yesterday and yeah they 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 yeah they they stumble around the corner they they do not look well but these weren't the the uh the the the, the things that were vomiting in the pyramid right yes yes they were they are Okay, good. Because I was planning on shooting them, so they really just sped this up for me. Yeah, I, I would, same. I, I will like to shoot the first one right between its fat sucking eyes. Okay, so yeah, then um, which which one of you has got the higher decks? Yes. Uh, I'm a ninety. I'm a forty-five. Okay. So. <laughs> so Tess gets the first shot off. So are, are you going for the man or are you going for the young woman? Uh, I'll go for the young woman. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she is in front. I mean, she I mean, she is staggering towards you. In the light, you can see that there's something very wrong with her eyes. Great. I'll put those out of her head. There's, a th- <laughs> there's something wrong with them. There's a bullet hole between them is what's wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, that's a nine versus 75. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. <laughs> and you're shooting with, what was it? A, a uh, shotgun, wasn't this it? This is my shotgun. Double yeah, barrel okay. both. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not quite point blank range, but it's still going to be maximum damage on 8d6. Oh, sorry, 4d6 of that range. So, yeah. What happens when you shoot her is instead of yeah, what you saw when you shot the Pishtaku the other night that was eating the donkey. There isn't any kind of meat or, or ooze or anything like that. You you shoot her shoulder and her left arm and her chest, and they just explode into dust. Uh, there, you know, there are fragments of, of dust and bone that just splatter the wall behind her. And and she, you know, you can see that there's there's dust and and ooze coming out of her eyes as well, and she just stands there and looks at you pretty much in surprise for a second, and then what's left of her just starts crumbling into dust as well. I feel really good about that. <laughs> and <laughs> and what's Dwayne doing? Um. Well, then I will be shooting the other. With my right. Seems like a capital idea. Okay, then give me a roll. Uh, this is going to be uh, close range for a rifle. So, um, okay. Uh, regular success with a 42 of 55. Okay, then give me a damage roll. Okay. Uh, 6 plus 4, 10. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's not quite the the show-stopping shot that Tess just managed there, but you punch a hole in the, the guy's chest, and uh, when I say punched, I mean, it is like you've actually sort of punched it through. You, you know, with the light that you're shining on, you can see the wall on the other side, 
and again he's he's looking su- surprised and and for a moment actually quite frightened as as he lurches back you know, around the corner he came from uh you know leaving this trail of dust behind him as, as he's diving back into the room he came from we're gonna have to take care of this guy i don't want to leave him here to chisel bricks out yep i i agree with you so okay we're gonna have to follow reload (laughs) so let's cut back up to the top where mcnulty has you know basically just there on the uh the ledge she's had the warning shot fired by ruthven uh jackson elias is is taking cover behind one of these stone walls what are you doing so i i can see ruthven and i can see he has a gun right yeah yeah that's right and what what kind of so I heard a shot, but what can I see or tell what kind of gun it is? Like, do I know what it is? Uh it's it's definitely a rifle. So I think my only option is I could run for cover. I could try and charge him and hope that maybe he needs to reload. I wouldn't have a huge knowledge of guns, but maybe the rifle might I might have time between oh, shots to charge him. Even, oh, hang on, no, Jackson has said something, so you've got some rough idea of where he is. Yeah, okay. Yes. So I'll, I'm doing a. I have a rough idea of where the guy is. So I'm just gonna kind of lean out and just take a couple of shots in that direction, um, where I think Ruthen might have been. I mean, at the very least, it's going to be covering fire. Uh, it's my ideas, honestly. Okay. Well, then give me three shots, and I, I, I think unless you get an extreme success, it's not going to hit. Uh, twenty-five. That's um. That's hard. Yeah. 38. That's another hard. Uh, so three hard successes. I'll, you but, know what? I'll spend. But, no, wait, wait. Hang on. I'll spend. <laughs> I'll spend some luck on that last one, and and make it uh, an extreme success. It's just, it's only eight points. Right. So yeah, that that last shot. Then give me um, a damage roll on that. So that's what a d6 plus. Uh, sorry, d10 plus two. Ten. Ouch! Ouch! It's gotta hurt. I mean, even for a possessed human. Yeah. Right, yeah. Two of the shots you hear ping off metal. The third one, you you know, you you don't hear hit anything, but you do hear this. not, Not a cry of pain, this sort of almost inhuman bellow and muttering. Run, McNulty! It doesn't sound like... I think I got him! It doesn't sound like Ruthven's voice at all. So when I hear um, Jackson Elias scream, go, McNulty, I'm going to try to run and try and charge at him, I think, just because I can, like I was saying earlier. Oh, well, you you don't actually know where he is. I mean, if you give me either a listen roll or a spot hidden roll, and I think it's going to have to be at least a hard success. Okay, I guess we'll go with a spot hidden roll. Well, give, give me a hard spot. <laughs> so, well, actually, well, it's, that's not as good as you think it is. It's so bad. Okay. <laughs> so, no, you have no idea where he is. So, I'm going to try and like run behind the wall. I think beside Jackson Elias, because I know at least there's safety there and some sort of cover. And then you know, safety in numbers, I guess. So, with, with the time that Jackson's bought you, you've managed to hide behind the same section of wall that he's hiding behind. Now, do I have a sense of where he's at now that I know my last shot hit him? Roughly, roughly. And, well, actually, what's probably helping is that muttering that you heard earlier, you realize mm. isn't him cursing. It it mm. sounds 
Oh, that's yeah, it, it sounds like something different. I, I want to take another shot just to see if I can hit him again by some miracle. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you, you're going to need to make a spot hidden roll just to okay. you know, get some idea. Uh, I have a 60 in spot hidden. A 65. I'll spin the I'll spin the luck. Okay. Well, you get some idea of where he is, but you realize that now that you've hit him, he has actually taken cover behind one of the stone walls. Yeah, he he is completely covered at the moment. Okay. So we know I know where he is. I know where he is, McDulty. Uh, Grace, we we can get him, right? Let's let's run up there and just charge him and and deal with this guy. Well, let's let's cut back quickly to uh, Danvers who was going over to the Charnel Pit. What, what are you doing once you get there? Um, so there's a, there's a way out, isn't there? Mm. So the rope that was left by uh, Dwayne, so he's gonna yeah. sort of stagger through um, the the hallway. When he reaches the Charnel Pit, he's gonna try and reach up for the rope and try and yeah. um, clamber his way out. Okay. So Danvers, you know, clambers his way up to the edge of the charnel pit. And, you know, I mean, there in the moonlight, I mean, you can see that there are a couple of shapes running around. Uh, you can also see off to your right, there is a, another shape that is leaning against a stone wall. Um, it's, it's huddled over and it, you know, there, there, there's muttering coming from there. What you can see, however, is this heat haze forming around it. The air is is rippling and changing, as if there is, you know, as if there is something, something appearing in the air around it or in front of it. So, how how far is is he away from me? About twenty feet. Um, I'm not sure whether I should try and do a spontaneous casting with Cthulhu Mythos <laughs> or, or if I should just try and tackle him. <laughs> Damas is just going to, like, um, I don't know, grab a bone or something from below and then just charge. He's going to try and do it, like, stealthily, though. One hand to his, his face, the other hand holding, I don't know, a thigh bone or something, and he's just going to try and grab onto um, Ruthman. Okay, well, give give me a stealth roll just to see whether you can get to him unobserved. Oh, I should have done spontaneous casting. I just rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, you run silently through the air. and And, yeah, there is something... As I said, there is something large that is taking form in the air, something huge that is just appearing in front of him, something dark and sinuous. You can see wings bursting from its back, this you know, sickening leathery skin uh, of, of something that is appearing there. Uh, I get... I'm just going to jump on him. Oh, no, you don't! <laughs> well, let's cut back, first of all, to, uh, to to Dwayne and Tess, who were heading round the corner to where this injured Pishtaku, who you'd shot before, had retreated. And, yeah, you, you can see, as, as you come round the corner, this room that, you know, you've sort of spotted from the distance a couple of times is just this fairly simple stone chamber but it is absolutely just filled with 
I guess, looted treasures from the ages. I mean, you know, as, as your torches scan around, you can see piles of gold coins, uh, necklaces, rings, you know, e- even a couple of watches there. You know, these, these you know, old uh, statuettes, carvings, you know, all, all sorts of things that your eyes just take in for a moment. But there, you know, there, there are a couple of mats laid out on the ground in the centre of it all. And you can see just sort of kneeling on one of them, this, this you know, Pishtaku that you shot before that's looking up at you with wide, terrified eyes. The, this hole that you punched in its chest is just... It's spreading. There is more and more dust falling out of it. Is that you know? It just widens and widens. Uh, it's, it's looking up at you just with these frightened, almost beseeching eyes. Smile, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to shoot the pishtaku. <laughs> Okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make you roll for this one. It's point-blank range, it's not trying to get away, it's just there in confusion, you know, looking at you as if for help. And then, yeah, I mean, you, you, you bring up your rifle and just blow what's left of its head off. And, yeah, it, it just bits of dust and and fragments of bone, almost looking like the remains of a cremation, just, you know... Uh, fall down to the floor. Okay. That was the right thing to do. I mean... Oh, I didn't doubt it. I don't feel bad. You don't feel bad. I I feel feel (laughs) great. I mean, this is... Mm -hmm. This has been a great day. I I, I got to burn Danjo's face off. I got to use my pulp talent to plug a hole. I shot a fish taco. This is great. Let's know... Let's see if we can save our friends' lives. Also... There's some like 19th and 20th century stuff in here that I bet would be safe to take, but we'll get to that later. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But yes, when we are away from it, we'll we will, talk about we'll it. We'll get back. We'll we'll have to we we'll get we we'll get Jackson and we'll get Sean and we'll have to drag Danvers out of here and then we can talk about it. Let's go. Yes. To the chimney. Okay. So, yeah, (laughs) McNulty and Jackson were, you were charging, you said, the the form of where uh, Ruthven is is huddling behind the stone wall. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we're doing. No, I rolled like a a ridiculous on stealth. I rolled a four on stealth. (laughs) Well, except, yeah, what's important with the stealth is the angle that you're running at was hiding you from Ruthven. So I I, I think in order to see him run over there, if if either one of you just makes an ordinary spot hidden roll, you'll see him before you get there. So that's that's a 65, but I'm going to spin the five luck. My mind's a pass as well. Okay, so both of you, both of you see the rather crazed form of Danvers, his you know bloody rags around his face, carrying a broken human femur in one hand, his one good eye wide with with uh, just frenzy as he is running over towards this monstrous form that is just ripping the air open in front of him, uh, and yeah, and then sorry, you were crying out something at the last moment. Is that right? Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In which case, 
I would like you to uh, make a fighting brawl roll to stab Ruthven with uh, the femur. The, oh, it's, it's an improvised weapon, so yeah, fighting brawl works. He... Actually, yeah, he won't get a chance to fight back this round because you have taken him by surprise. Oh, God, okay. Well, I've got base. Okay. <laughs> I've got a 16. <laughs> oh, God. That's a success. Christ. So, I think... yeah, 16 I, versus 25. I think for a stabbing motion with a human femur, a d6 is fair, plus damage bonus if you have one. He doesn't have <laughs> I, I, I Colour me surprised. <laughs> Uh, four. Okay. So yeah, the the femur just goes into the meaty part of his upper arm, and he, he looks around at you. And there, in the starlight and the moonlight, you can see that, as in your vision earlier, his eyes are fully black. And he he looks around at you with a a combination of fury and surprise. Um. And, yeah, the, the, the shape that was rippling through the air that was appearing in front of him falters for a moment as his attention goes on you instead. And, yeah, he just says in this voice that is very much not Ruthven's voice, you will pay for this insolence. As, yeah, his, you can see his hand just beginning to glow with power as it reaches out towards you. So, what are the other two doing? Charging, yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. I'm running up, shooting. Down. Okay, um, well, shooting is going to be really difficult because they're partly covered. It's dark, and he is now. You well, know, he we're is running now up until we can shoot him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you try shooting at the moment, you're as likely to kill Danvers as you are to kill him. I don't know how much. Uh, I don't know how much you're worried about this, but yeah, it's. No. Um, the guys, uh, but they there just is had, also like, big monster thing come out of nowhere. So, like, yeah, I'm not that worried. I mean, that is the other thing. Now that you're close enough in the moonlight to see the shape that is appearing, I would like you to make sanity rolls. It hasn't fully manifested to the point where it can attack you yet, but it is now visible. Fox. Yeah, mine's a fumble. What, what is what is McNulty's? Uh... I rolled a ninety-seven. Okay, that is actually a fumble. So McNulty loses 10 points of sand. Great. Uh, cool. And goes indefinitely insane. More insane, surely. Uh, what's Jackson doing? I'm going to spend the uh, 13 luck to make that a success. Uh, you can't spend luck on sand rolls. Oh, that's right. I've, sorry, got lost there. So yeah. yeah, I failed. Okay, and Jackson loses 2 points of sand. Oh, so, <laughs> that's totally doable. So Jackson is holding it together. McNulty, on the other hand, yeah, that is indefinite insanity for you. So you're definitely having a bout of insanity straight off. And I think the obvious thing is for you suddenly to remember what it felt like when when, when you and R Ruthven had experienced the true glory of Nialathotep before. <laughs> oh, okay, let's see how this goes, I guess. Look, uh, Jackson, you have a chance here to join our religion, our cult. You could be bigger than anything, and don't, don't mind your books about the South Pacific. You should be more mad. You should be like, Dante is toilet! You, <laughs> you could be crucial to the foundation of our religion. We, we met a god, he showed us the ways of the world. 
Um, you can get in the ground floor in this and become a sacrifice <laughs> to Nilapathev. <laughs> Trust me, you get in the ground floor, you will be a martyr for our cause and a hero to our people. <laughs> can I just sh can I just shoot him in the head? <laughs> Shoot me! I'm only gonna sacrifice you, little. <laughs> yeah, at that I'll. I'm gonna be sacrificed. I'm just gonna shoot him in the head. Like, so you're shooting McNulty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and square in the head. In the head, Murph. I thought we were buddies. <laughs> Surely. No. I mean, what happened back in Lima? I mean, you started all this by jumping on the lady, talking about toilets. We formed a cult. We could have been gods. No. You know all that. What, what the hell yeah, happened? I'm Surely. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> I mean, come on. Cult heroes? No, I, I, this is too crazy now. I'm I'm shooting. I've already lost a little bit. I'm firing. I okay, then uh, it's, it's point-blank range as you were running alongside each other, so you get a bonus die. Oh, Jesus Christ, really? Come on. Oh, fuck's sake. I rolled an eight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is going to be a D10 plus 14. Oh Christ, a D10 plus 14. Ugh, there's not much left of Magnolia, I imagine, after this. Please, God, a one. Please, Jesus. Oh, I rolled a one. Oh, so, a 15 one. points of damage. I'll take it. I mean, <laughs> I might just about survive this. Um, that basically decimates all of my hit points. Um, but I'm definitely going to survive this, right, Scott? Right? <laughs> I th I, Did I th he like stumble at all? At least well, can I just I, I, leave I, I, him as I, I run I th past? I think, I think at the very least you need to make a Constitution roll just to stay conscious here, as the bullet whacks into your your hips and you stumbling. Okay, so I got this. Look, uh, I dropped to one knee and kind of roll over, but like grit my teeth, and because it's pulp, I can spend luck to limit damage, right? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. a tough guy. Yeah. So okay, spend I'm going to try and per round and reduce by five. Yeah, I'm going to try and spend so, 10 luck, I think, then just to knock so it down yeah, to 10. So, yeah, you could maybe. knock it down to 10, if that's what you want. Okay, so I knock it down to 10, I'd say, what, what happened to being <laughs> a cult? Look, you can still get in the ground floor. I'm just a little shot. We just need some people. A writer like you could spread the good word for us. Trust me, it's big things. <laughs> We're going to the right place. What, what the hell are you two doing? So, it's like so, 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 yeah, but you, 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 sh you shot McNulty and you haven't even interrupted his spiel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that looks a hell of a skill, I guess. Looks yeah, a hell I'm of a not skill. stopping. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I'm running towards the bigger threat right now, which is the giant fucker. Uh, okay. Best look working your way out of this one, uh, Scott. Give me a way out of this, I guess. Well, we'll, we'll, worry about, we'll worry about that in a moment, and let's just deal with Danvers as he is trying to uh, deal with Ruthven. So, uh, I mean, Ruthven having seen what you're doing or you know, having uh, been stabbed by that broken femur like I say his hand is now glowing with energy and he is trying to reach out and grab you around the throat you can feel the heat coming off it what are you doing run away really really fast okay give, so you get to roll dodge in opposition to this okay Ooh, that's, uh... I've got an ordinary success 
Yeah, that's an ordinary success. Oh, that's yeah, but you dodge trumps that. So yeah, you you, you just managed to dodge underneath it. So you can feel your hair singeing and catching fire as his hand brushes up against it. But you have managed to dodge and um, break free of this. So I'm, I'm going to sort of run back towards the the charnel pit. I'm going to take one look at McNulty, who's I don't know lecturing <laughs> Dexter Elias, and then. <laughs> Um, with blood, I guess, pouring from his stomach, and then just yeah, run towards the channel pit. Okay. This is. I thought I was insane before. This is just that. <laughs> Meanwhile, down in the safety of the tunnels, Tess and Dwayne, seeing all this loot from somewhere up above, you can hear that there is an awful lot of gunfire going on up there. We could stay down here until that clears up. <laughs> 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 I, no. <laughs> I am going to climb that rope, but I am going to save You're my well, at least Jackson. Well, maybe not. <laughs> Alright. Well, once you get up, you're going to have to pull me up, because I'm, I'm, I'm not actually a really good climber. I was really happy we didn't have to roll on the way down. Do I need to, do I need to well, roll a climb? I happily, yeah. No, you don't. I mean, it's, it's a rope down there. It's, yeah, it's, if you were just climbing the chimney, you'd have to make a climb roll, but as you're just clambering up the rope, no. <laughs> okay. uh, so, yeah, I, you, you poke your head up above the rim just in time to see... Yeah, there is a firefight going on. You can see um, yeah, the figure of Ruthven illuminated by his hand, which seems to be wreathed in flames. There is Danvers, who is running for his life towards the charnel pit and getting ready to dive into that. Found Danvers! Uh, and, 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 <laughs> and it looks like Jackson is about to shoot McNulty. Oh, man! He beat me oh, to no. it. My average of I, I, I would like to shoot the glowing hand. Oh, thank God! Thank God! Okay, so what? What are you kind of rolling out of the, um, uh, rolling out of the chimney and just shooting from the ground? Ramble out of the chimney, just take a knee as fast as I can and shoot Ruthven with my rifle. Oh, okay. Well. You will get one penalty die on this because I mean it's it's decent range for a rifle, but it is dark. Um, okay. And yeah, there, there there are people between you and him, so there is a chance that you might shoot the wrong person. You know, I got a seventy something luck. Let's do this dance. Okay. Uh, so a penalty die. Okay, so we got a miss. <laughs> and <laughs> yep, yep. That was a, a, a 50 for 84 versus my 55. Yeah, I'm going to so miss is that. is this worth 29 points of luck for you? Going to miss that shot. Uh, and what's Tess doing? Um, I think I'm just going to like slowly maybe try and loop around, like not go straight and get to a point where I think I'm going to have a, a better shot because I'm using a shotgun. Okay. I don't have range. Yeah. No. Okay. So you're... you're trying to get closer to all this. Danvers oh my God. was running <laughs> Danvers was running over towards the channel pit. Let's deal with McNulty and Jackson. So yeah, you can see I mean just off to one side there is the the now half flame engulfed form of Ruthven, who seems more concerned with Danvers who is running away from him. 
Um, but Jackson is more worried about McNulty, right? They're all worried about McNulty, no, right? No, oh, Jackson is okay. much more worried about uh, the Avatar forming ahead of me. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, definitely Ruthven. Probably a good call, to be fair. I wasn't that much of a trick <laughs> Well, I think I think you are pretty much point blank range on him, and I think because of because because of how close you are and the light that he's now giving off from the spreading flames, then uh, you will get a bonus die on this. Oh, fantastic! So uh, there's the initial roll is a twenty-one, which is a, a hard success, and then a bonus die is a five so we'll take the 21 in fact i'll take that 21 and i'll spend the the few points to make that five points of luck to make that an extreme success okay then um yeah i mean what the hell roll die roll damage just for the hell of it but with the damage he's already taken you can't help but kill him 20 okay yeah, then as the flame is spreading up his arm and you can see the power coursing through him, he looks around at you, you know, with his black eyes lit up by the flames. His face is split apart in an almost inhuman grin as he's looking over towards you at what you know, seems like his moment of triumph. And then, yeah, with your shot, you blow his head apart like a ripe melon and his body slumps to the ground. Win! Jesus Christ, I guess that'll do it. Your new character executes your old character. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's a weird, a strange scenario. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Has has this in McNulty's mind broken the thrall, or is this a betrayal of the the embodiment of his god? Your choice. Okay, so look, hear me out. Um, Rufin was the only issue I had in Lima. The religion and the cult I was setting up Mm. still, a sound business, makes sense to me. Going to get some followers, probably. <laughs> um, so I'm going to shout out down the chimney to the other guys, going, uh, uh, "Guys, guys, he's got, he's gone crazy. He shot me, uh, like he shot me really badly in the hip. He's after killing Rufin. <laughs> Rufin's come back. I don't know what's happened, but Jackson's led us on a trail to this crazy pyramid. He's trying to, I don't know, he's trying to trick us. He's, he's, he's losing it. He's, he's loading his gun again. We've got, we've got to stop him. He's gone completely mental. That's pretty much it." <laughs> <laughs> From afar, I'm going to scream. Jackson, please explain yourself. <laughs> he tried to sacrifice me to something called the crawling chaos. Okay, that actually adds up. So, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Wait, I don't know if we should shoot him again or not. That's my next question. I mean, how many times does a guy have to be shot to be believed? I've already been shot by Danvers. I've now been shot by Jackson. I'm the one solving problems here. I mean, we, we've, like, what, how am I the bad guy here? Come on, please, help me, guys. He does seem to be quite bulletproof. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, third time is, I'm not going to be so lucky. It's not going to be third time is a charm for me, guys. we got to, like, figure out who's <laughs> evil here. Figure out something, right? You know, you know, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> now, wait a minute. The only way to kiss all of this is by burning faces off, is what I've learned. <laughs> oh god <laughs> Jesus Christ what are we doing? Okay. This is going to go well uh, I will willingly go down and touch my face to the gold If it means that McNulty has to do it as well I mean 
Guys, just think about it. We heard about fish tacos, fish tacos. This guy turns up around <laughs> the same time. We find a few people with holes in their chests and the fat's been sucked out of. Uh, you've not seen me with any fat in my face. Wait a minute. bad guy here, right? This is the guy who was threatening to, to recruit people for a cult. Miraculously well, got better. And is now trying to sacrifice me to the dark god over there that we just killed. And now you're going to take his word over mine just because. I, I mean, mean, he was trying to shoot Danvers and I was trying to help out. You know, I stopped him. What? You admit that he was trying to kill Danvers and I wasn't trying to kill Danvers. So we got that ironed out. I mean, now, Danvers was shooting a lot of people, so he's not the, the great guy you're making him out to be. He didn't shoot me in the chest. I'm pretty sure you went crazy there, which is holding up. And so I did the prudent thing, which was to stop you from stabbing me in the back with the giant sword you have. Look, it was an intense moment. I was stressed. <laughs> there was a, there was guns being fired. I had a sword. I mean, I, I didn't... Look, in the moment, can, it kind can of I, confused Can I just interject a bit here? Because no. I was there too, and... As much as I don't really like him, I have to side with Jackson. What? Why? Because that's kind of exactly what happened. <laughs> Fair enough. So do we. So the question. I'm feeling very attacked here, guys. Like, whose side are you guys on? <laughs> the question is do we just shoot McNulty now, or do we force him to touch the gold? I don't want to go back in there. I don't either. I mean, look, his face. I mean, what? Why? Why do I touch the gold? You uh, the gold. Am, I, am I close yet? If we're gonna leave, Dwayne? he's gonna have to touch the gold. If we're gonna leave, yep, yeah, we, we all touch the gold. I mean, why? Why? Why am I getting tired with this brush? How? How am I the bad guy here? Like, has anyone got shot by me? No one's got shot by me. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, good guy, no guns. Right, right. <laughs> now, and speaking of gold. I, we did discover something kind of interesting. We can discuss that on the way down. Well, uh, God. Interesting to find interesting. We're, we're going to have done all of this work, and someone's going to get possessed and have to take the fucking gold. <laughs> it's just going to restart. <laughs> look, look, I think there's wait, ancient wait, wait, wait. gold wait. and there's a Rolex. I really think we should just shoot McNulty and leave. I mean, can we, can we where's the problem in this? Stuff? We've already murdered a bunch of people. No offense. Well, I, I, mean, I don't think they Ruben's, were people. Ruben's they were, dead. They were. I okay. Well, if we take that tack, then what's to say he's no different from the other? I mean, I'm more than a sack of fat. I'm I, I'm a ginger, but I'm definitely still a person. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, that's that. Technically, that was Tess who mentioned that, not me. I'm just saying. So <laughs> she's evil point. too now by your standards. Very evil. <laughs> I feel like I'm going crazy. I, I've seen a god. I know the way I can get us out At of here. At least you admit you. it. At least you admit you're going crazy. That's the first step, you know, admitting you have a problem. Well, the last time I heard that, I burned a guy's face off when he said that. You can't burn this beautiful face. There you go. All right, you're, this is the wrong group to try and... Hey, look, if you're so crazy to touch the gold, I'll touch the gold. But if I touch the gold, you've got to touch the gold. How do I know that you're not possessed or you're not evil? I, I'm solving problems here all day. What have you I done? did. Don't, I touched the gold. I, I didn't see it. I touched Near the Yeah, no, I, I, touched I, the I, I was in the back, and I didn't see that either. <laughs> okay, let's go down. Sounds let's like just go back down into the uh, into the fish taco hell down there <laughs> and touch a piece of gold so that we can all be sure who's right and not. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I take yeah, the rear. Sense. You're being very flippant. Also, I want to tell you about some interesting things we discovered down there. Like, oh, <laughs> we'll, get to the, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we, I'm sure. We'll, we, yeah, we've got time. <laughs> no. So, 
So, so to cut a long story short, you, you all get down there and you find a bit of the exposed gold bar, uh, the surround, uh, the golden ward. And yeah, I mean, you each touched in turn and no one goes sizzle. Okay. No one is evil. We just got an asshole. That's what I've been telling you. I'm just a little asshole. I'm not that crazy or evil. <laughs> you with me? We Fair on the same page? So let's just go home, guys. Like, for real. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I want to go home. No, there's a room with a lot of treasure in it that it's not the original treasure. It's not magic treasure. It's treasure treasure? It's the treasure that was stolen by the Pichitakus. So it's like, not cursed. Oh, now he wants the gold. Mr. I throw away gold mirrors that are worth valuable and can see God. Oh, now he that wants That was the gold. a fake. I checked it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, as much as I would like to, I am leaving. I am not waiting any longer. I'm going, I'm going to the mules or the llamas or whatever the hell we have staked out over on the hill there, and I'm getting the hell out okay, of Okay, well, Danvis, skin grafts cost money. So the starting of religion. <laughs> well... I, I just, I just, I just feel this whole kind of thing started with taking gold from this pyramid. I just don't think it's a very good idea to take. That was the gold downstairs. That's not this gold. I'm sure this gold will be fine. I mean, think of all the scientific discoveries you get back in Oxford, all the acclaim, and everyone. You know, they might think that you're not just an asshole. You might be famous and popular again. <laughs> again. I, I, I'd, I'd like to go back to the gold room. <laughs> I, I'm cl- I climb up the rope because it will take me longer. Yeah. I climb up the rope. I'll hold the rope steady for her as she goes up, and I'm following her. So it's a solid no to the gold room. Then we're, we're definitely not gold. No. <laughs> God damn it! And episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so I think I, I think just l- perhaps last little code is about how the experiences shape your lives from this point onwards. So let's start with Danvers. So Danvers has been hideously maimed, driven half mad. His head is filled with nightmares. Um, the only good thing is that now your mind no longer seems directly connected to the father of maggots. That doesn't mean you don't dream about him anymore. But where does this leave Danvers from this point onwards? What 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 kind of life is he going to try to pick up after these experiences? God, um, <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, Danvers is a a noted professor of occult, and probably having a huge scar across his face, <laughs> half an eyelid, um, probably raises his. Um, his standing in Cambridge. I think he probably settles down to his very um, sort of calm, sedate life with his uh, his secretary Jeremy, and uh, whenever he has far, you know, a sherry too many, will wax lyrical about the time that he tackled a god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I imagine it's it's a slow a slow decline. You know, he ends up drinking more and more, and. Um, yeah, too much, too many pisco sours, and maybe one day he decides it's too much, and he uh, books himself a, a a ferry, or a, it would have been a, yeah, a boat back to Peru to maybe find a way of ending his his darkened dreams. Well, I mean, of course, before then you might get a telegram in 1925 asking you to help out an old friend, but yeah, that's that's another story. Um, 
So, uh, how about Dwayne? Have you, what, what's, what kind of life awaits Dwayne after the experiences here? Well, uh, so, so Dwayne came down from New York uh, to, to get rich and to get famous. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, and he's basically been living down here this whole time, just waiting until he could finally get rich. Um, so if he didn't get rich... He's staying because he made a promise to his old friend back in the war he was going to do this. But if he did, he's going back to Queens and buying a car. (laughs) (laughs) With with some of that sweet, looted gold from the pyramid. Damn right. (laughs) Nice. How about uh, Tess? Uh, Well, Tess would wait up on the on the balcony or I guess on the entrance to the chimney and if anyone comes out with gold or jingling of gold <laughs> they've got a double barrel shotgun ready to send them back down into the depths of hell because um, I just don't ever want to do this again this is a horrible trip it's not at all what I, that's not what I signed up for I came here for science and I got no science it was all religion and it was terrible I was so mad <laughs> And so I, I'm going to write a book about how you can't find science in the occult. <laughs> oh, and McNulty. So as the camera cuts to the group leaving like the temple, um, the group are starting to pull away with all their mules <laughs> and they turn, they see the last mule is gone and so is McNulty. So it turns out he, he knows the way of the crawling chaos. He has a goal in life. And he slinked off into the deepest, darkest jungle of Peru and found a tribe where he's going to become a cult leader, um, running the show as El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, Hello, that, my that, name is El <laughs> He mostly leads them in like hand gestures and broken Spanish, so like it, it's good though, it's pretty good. It's that... good, it, really taking foothold. It's a grassroots movement that... at the moment. We're, we're going to take the world by storm in like tw- 1960. That might make a good subject for Jackson's next book. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I look forward to seeing it in Chaosium's uh, website soon. Anytime. Next next uh, module. And and how and how about how about Jackson? <laughs> uh, well, he returns to New York and continues to write and investigate something called the Cult of the Bloody Tongue uh, and this thing called Crawling Chaos because he's uh, he's perennially after his buddy his old buddy McNulty that disappeared in South America and he can't <laughs> figure out what the hell he was talking about let him on this horrible fucking trip uh, all over the world and now he's back home in uh, New York trying to f- put the pieces together and and maybe you know if you ever get into a sticky situation there are at least a few old friends you could call upon but <laughs> I think they can just want to kill each Probably other McNulty <laughs> 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 this would be like one of my uh, initial campaigns of Mask, where the party kills themselves within the first two or three sessions. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I I think that is an ending. <laughs> I think we ended how we started. <laughs> it's strife. Well, th- thank um, you all very much. That has been an experience. <laughs> 
and, and, and I would like to just say it's been an absolute pleasure to play with all of you I mean I've listened to all of your podcasts or YouTube channels and it's it's been a real a real dream come true to actually get to meet you in real life and we'll play with you and um, I, I'm sure I won't be the only one saying that you're always welcome back on the show if you ever want to play with us again um, and thank you everyone at home for listening uh, I hope you've enjoyed our slightly unconventional or probably actually <laughs> conventional playthrough of Masks of Night that I've uh, if you if you want to find me, uh, uh, my name is Jay Tray. You can find me on Twitter at HWR Podcast. Um, you can find me on the podcast Discord, podcast Facebook page. Um, we have a Reddit page, and you can contact us at HowYouArePodcast at gmail dot com. Um, Owen, thank you again for playing. And uh, how can people find you? Uh, you can catch a flight to deepest darkest jungles of Peru. <laughs> Failing that, you can check me out at Twitter at HowWeRollOwen. Owen is E O G H J N. I also do a lot of streaming of games as random computer games on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash HowWeRollOwen. I'm also on the HowWeRoll Discord, which is pinned to my Twitter, so you have to go over to Twitter and follow me to get into that. Thank you. <laughs> Oh. and uh, Veronica thank you again for joining us um, how can people find you anything you want to plug or mention yeah, thanks so much it was a pleasure playing with everyone if you want to find me on Twitter I'm at typical Veronica and if you want to listen to me GM a bunch of players trying to plug the holes in whatever creeping chaos is trying to emerge from St. Paxton you can listen to my podcast welcome to St. Paxton Amazing. And uh, Murph, thank you so much for joining us. How can people find you? Anything you want to plug, share, or mention? Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. You can find me over at the Miskatonic University podcast at mu-podcast.com or on Twitter at, at mu underscore podcast. Uh, and uh, yeah, come by and give us a listen. Awesome. And uh, Seth, how can people find you? Anything you, uh, well, thank you for playing. And uh, anything you want to plug, share, or mention? Oh, thank you very much for having me. This is great. Um, well, if uh, yeah, I've got my YouTube channel, which is I do reviews, I do how tos, or just philosophy, and it's a lot of me wearing a fake mustache. So if 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 it's not <laughs> educational, it should at least hopefully be funny. So just find me at YouTube to Seth Skorkowski. Amazing, and Scott, thank you so much for taking us through this. It's been an absolute blast. Um, how can people find you? Anything you want to plug, share, or mention? Well, yes, thank you very much. Um, if people are interested in hearing more about Call of Cthulhu, um, yes, I I also do a podcast with Paul Fricker and Matt Sanderson called The Good Friends of Jackson Elias, uh, wherein we talk about Call of Cthulhu, horror films, weird fiction, and all the other things that interest us. You can find that in all the usual places, or if you go to our website, it's Blasphemous Tomes dot com